Hey everyone, and welcome to the wonderful world of Disney Plus. This week we are four brothers and a dad, and we are going to be giving our uh, final review of Loki season two, which wrapped up this last week. Uh, we're also going to be reviewing Atlantis: The Lost Empire, which was Ike's movie pick. Um, but before we begin, my name is Ben. Sam. Hi, Mike. I'm Abe, and I'm the dad. Okay, so Loki season six wrapped up with episodes, or season two, episode six uh, wrapped up the the season this last Thursday. Um, actually, Ike, before we do that, do you want to give us? You went and watched the Marvels, right? This uh, yeah. this weekend. You want to give like yep, a real quick no spoiler? Uh, and, oh, I didn't know Abe went, and Abe yeah. you can give it too. Uh, what yeah. you thought of it? Yeah, I thought it was pretty decent overall. I mean. I feel like the media and the internet's making it look like the worst thing that's ever happened to any company, and I don't agree with that at all. I thought it was, it's not, I wouldn't say it's mid, I would say, you know, middle of the road, I would say it's fine, it's not, I saw someone say just a little bit ago, it was aggressively fine, and I would say that's a pretty good way, nothing nothing I hated about it, I liked it way more than I thought I would, had a lot of really fun moments, I thought the action scenes were actually really good and well done. Um, and then the cast, I mean, I thought Brie Larson was, I haven't seen many people talk about her, but I thought she was by far the best she's been in any of the Marvel movies, which isn't saying a lot, but it's like the whole 20 seconds she's in Endgame and yeah, well, the whole cast, whole movie. Just, I know, she didn't but, have the same yeah, annoying but no one kind of personality. Now. I feel like as in some of the other, which I liked the original Captain Marvel a decent amount, actually. And I think I like this one more. Um, wow. but overall it was somewhat impressed i mean again nothing crazy but I mean, you said you really I liked, liked captain marvel than... so i mean if you link this yeah. better i mean i, th- I mean he also said you like it more than the... easily oh, thor love and thunder no way almost close to multiverse of madness i don't know about wakanda but quite a few movies i liked it quite a few more than quite a few of the more recent ones so i thought it was fun okay definitely disney plus worthy <laughs> how about you abe i mean i didn't think i was gonna go watch it until ike said oh i'm gonna go and i'm like all right fine i but i mean i was like went i yeah i mean i didn't even care to go really but i mean before ike said he's gonna go but i mean i mean i enjoyed it i mean i would still put at the bottom of all the marvel movies with everything yeah i mean oh yeah i mean i don't know i because like all the marvel movies are pretty good like they're all the the ones that you consider iron man two and three yeah all the ones you consider worse than Obviously, the, you know, Captain America, whatever, all those. But this was worse than those. Like, I would way rather watch Iron Man 3 or 2 over this. Oh, I would not. Yeah. What? Okay. Really? But, wow. yeah. I mean, the stakes. What about like, Eternals? The bad guy. What? What about Eternals? Uh, I like Eternals a lot more. I'd but... probably watch Eternals over this. Good. The bad guy was pretty forgettable. I mean, she didn't. Yeah. She wasn't. I mean, Loki's by the wife. End, it's Tom Hiddleston's wife. By the end, well. it was like she was pointless like yeah it was not world ending kind of like that but uh the interactions between the three were pretty fun i mean that was the that was the funnest part i feel like pretty much everyone said that kamala uh for you know miss marvel was was one of the better you know pretty good just charming yeah i feel like her and captain marvel were good and then i feel like monica i mean i can't even really remember any like key moment she had really or the very end but that's it you just kind of got lost i feel like i don't know like it was mm-hmm. not she was not the main focus i feel like but i will say my favorite part probably was just like the cosmic aspect like it had a lot of cool kind of cosmic space things in it which is really fun like like what they introduced in guardians one with the jump points and that's pretty much the whole story revolves around jump points and stuff and it was a really visually it looked amazing it felt 
graphically with really really cool effects right. I thought, but but yeah. i will not be thinking about it in a week <laughs> or i didn't even think about it the next day hardly <laughs> I did, yeah it's not crazy anything but, but it did the worst opening ever for a marvel people film. like to talk about Soccer. yeah then yeah, uh, of, yeah. yeah well i mean you know i i i mean the last one was not a good indicator because i mean it uh you know i mean it it literally came out between infinity war and endgame and they kind of marketed it as like you know prepare for endgame kind of deal and that was a huge deal uh, yeah. mm. So I, I feel like that gave it a massive boost, but even just like their powers, like at least Miss Marvel's, just seems so out of place. Like it seems like TV show level. Like mm. I mean, sure you they can the graphics a lot better, though, be fine, but like it's still like it's purple glass. Like why it just looks weird. Like yeah, it just doesn't feel like a big. Yeah, right. it definitely looks weird. Super it still wasn't. It was. It was know, way more is... polished though than the show. I mean, the show looked really sure, clunky. but still looks clunky. Yeah. Well, what about the? Definitely... Uh, didn't they have a an end credit scene where were they setting up? No spoilers. Something else. Yeah, yeah. the end credit scene was really cool. Or... If you've seen some previous Fox movies, I mean, I didn't even know. I mean, I knew what it was, but I haven't seen. Right. It was in the clouds. The I was movies, excited so... for it though. I was very excited for the end credit scene. Well, going into the next Marvel thing, so Loki uh, wrapped up. Um, Dad, how do you feel like, you know, the final episode, how much you enjoyed that one, and then overall the season maybe, uh, you know, maybe give you a review for that as well. Well, I love the season. I loved, I mean, uh, it's got to be the very top of all the uh, Marvel series for me. Um, WandaVision, very top too. Um, But I, I didn't love the the very ending um it didn't leave me feeling happy like mm-hmm. it was good i mean wandavision was a little bit like that at the very very end when you're you know she flies away and she's like yeah i mean i'm bad that, i'm bad ending i'm sorry wasn't the best part of that movie for sure yeah and i and i felt like loki was a little bit like that i think it had some really fun scenes in it i mean they have a great scene between uh he who reigns and and i thought that would be how it would kind of end that they would figure that out or loki would say some you know because he who remains seems all-knowing and i thought oh he's gonna go what about this and he's gonna go whoa you know like i didn't get i didn't see that coming mm-hmm. and and that would be a big change and maybe that then i don't know i i didn't feel super satisfied with the ending it feels kind of sad uh because we've we've grown to like Loki. Loki has this totally redemptive story, and then he's out of there. I mean, and I'm, I know he'll be back in there because he's too good to get rid of. Yeah, Sam, what'd you feel like? I really agree um, with that. I I liked the whole series a lot. Uh, the ending was a little disappointing to me. Um, I just felt like it didn't. It didn't really feel like it explained anything from the rest of the series. It just kind of felt like it, it was... made a lot of sense after rewatching it four times and watching ten breakdown videos. <laughs> You've watched it four I got times. It first time. No, mm, three, one and a half. I think I've wow. seen it three. <laughs> wow! But I thought Tom Hiddleston wow. as Loki. I thought he does an awesome job. He's a really yeah. good actor. He makes you care about the character. Um, I think he's the best. Got a MC lot of actor, emotion. Honestly. Yeah, he just does a really good job. And of course. Owen Wilson does a good job too. And mm-hmm. I just think it's a really fun series. Yeah. 
Yeah. Abe, uh, do you feel like it ended it well? Or, I mean, you said you watched it three times yeah, and breakdowns uh, and everything, but. Yeah. I mean, it still doesn't explain or answer all the questions, but it helps. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, maybe I guess I like the ending. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it was just because it was more confusing than clear, but watching it, it felt really epic. Like when he's, when he goes out there, you know, mm-hmm. and when his clothes started falling off and the cape, I'm like, oh, that is so, so cool. cool. And then he destroys it. And then, like, that whole scene was awesome, but maybe it wasn't the best ending that could have cleared it up. But, mm-hmm. but overall, what? yeah, I really liked it. And, well, I feel like yeah, there's something to, you know, when there's all the mystery and just kind of like the the discovery and they're figuring things out and you're meeting new characters, like all that is really just super compelling and I think super fun. So sometimes, even if the answer is not terrible, it's still a little bit like, I don't know, I enjoy the journey earlier more than I just love the final resolution of everything kind of just clicks together right at the last, you know. I, I think it did a really good job pacing, actually, uh, compared mm-hmm. to many, many, many of the other shows, but... Um, sometimes the answers, even if they're good answers, aren't always quite as satisfying as you're yeah, thinking, you know, ahead of time. Uh, I, saw I think like too. leading up yeah. to the very end was really good. Like the whole, like if it was 50 minutes, 40 minutes, you know, before the finale was really yeah. good. Like when he's time yeah. slipping, like I think that's super, and he's, you know, over, mm-hmm. over. I mean, that's, you know, classic dialogue. And you can feel, goes back yeah, and talks yeah. to Mobius. Like those scenes are so cool. Yeah. You feel that. the, total the weight of this yeah that well, he's he really he really centuries later and, and he doesn't that and he didn't want that thing yeah. and he didn't want to do it you know like you feel the weight of him making that final decision like to leave everybody that he's finally loves you know and he's trying to stay with them because that's his biggest fear you know they figure out in the first season is being alone and he literally has to be alone for for i mean for all time, time always yeah. yeah but no but i loved it i mean overall the season i thought was incredible the first season of Loki is, I mean, still to this day, it's my third favorite, just MCU product in general, including all the movies and stuff. I and mean, I love the first season. Um, and I would say for the most part, this season was matching the first season for me the most of the time. And then towards the end of the episode, the, the final episode, I definitely wanted left was left wanting more, um, mainly in just the King department, because he's by far the thing that most most excites me in the MCU currently. Um, yeah, but we've waited the rumors. Yeah, well, he'll he'll be fine. I think everyone Not just the, jumps just on everything. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, and that's Doom the thing. Part. I think, and yeah, but and who knows which direction they'll go with it because Jonathan Majors has a lot of issues right now that he has to figure out. But regardless, he's you know he's the most interesting part of the whole thing, and I wanted him to be a much bigger part of it. The finale. I mean, he still had a you know good presence, but I wanted them to set up him a stronger way at the very end of the show. I think it would have just felt really complete yeah, but the, that's what the movies are for like for tv yeah. shows i feel like it just yeah, it I agree. furthers along the character that you i'm just love. saying like, my one have com- to have i'm just saying my one complaint of- with that with the finale was less not enough king and i mean we only got two variants which is fine i think he who remains i just hope they use him in the future because like when i literally watch almost every breakdown revolving around king with antiman quantumania the first season i mean i've watched I mean, it's just so much trying to figure out where they're going with him exactly. Not just where they're going, but when we'll see him next and stuff. It just think feels like being it's four years until we'll see him again. A you know? little bit but, careful about it just because yeah. they don't want to be so committed that it's a literally wrecks all of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it doesn't turn and also, out. Yeah. Uh, and I also think they've seen uh, that people don't necessarily want to have to watch 
every single thing to even know what's going on. So I think this is honestly, I think about the highest stakes you could get for a TV show. I don't think they're going to go much more, you know, uh, yeah, my, like crazy with like introducing uh, literally I mean, the next yeah. big I mean, bad. By the my end, main thing is show. I just wish he would have felt Loki like they would have had the lo- the presence of him looming over a little bit more seriously at the end. Like the tone wasn't there right. for me. But other than that, I thought it was a, a really good finale. Like, but probably the best finale we've gotten out of any almost Disney Plus show. Maybe not Mandalorian season two, but like the Marvel shows go. I mean, like this had such few issues. I mean, it still has issues and some things that are a little confusing, yeah. not perfectly clear. You know, but. I mean, it's like a few issues compared to hundreds with the other, right. you know, Secret Invasion, all these other shows. I thought it was. Yeah, I do think, though, but, I might like this one more than season one, uh, maybe. Um, uh, I mean, season one was super interesting because it's obviously it's, you know, all new and the TVA is super interesting. And then, the, the you know, the timekeepers, the all of that, super, super interesting. And maybe if I went back and watched it, I'd like it more than this one. But I really just enjoyed one, you know, people. So that's helps, you know, knowing Mobius and Loki's relationship and everything. But then two, I just enjoyed them all just kind of being running around the TVA, going down in the tunnels and all the different rooms and stuff. I just thought that was really enjoyable just to be in it each week. Uh, it's definitely the show that I've look, most look forward to watching yeah. each week and I'm bummed it's over because mm-hmm. uh, it didn't feel like it overstayed its welcome or didn't feel like it needed yeah. the time. It felt like it needed those six episodes and it used it well. I mean, the only major, like, I think character thing was I just feel like, uh, you know, Sylvie has almost yeah. no real role in I mean, it uh, other, other than, than pushing just to give to him motivation decision, yeah. to not kill her. Um, so really it was what she did in the first one that then kept looming over this one, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the new characters I think are just awesome and super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mobius, man, he's just so good. I hope he's back in it all the time. Cause he's just so cool and so fun and just like whatever he said at the end, he's like an analyst with the heart of gold. Like he's just like, literally he's, it's just, just perfect. But, and then, I mean, yeah. Yeah. They nailed the set design and everything else from the beginning. I mean, just even like the for all time always, like just that stuff is just it's so well done. Um, I also I did feel like Miss Minutes, maybe that all kind of ended up being less climactic than I thought it would be. Like it didn't end up being quite as relevant as, you know, I thought it would be more like is she going to kill us all? And he's like, I don't know, should be all right. Like they could use that again if they wanted in the future, which they might. I don't know. For Victor Timely too, they didn't. He just disappeared at the end. I'm mean, like, right. what happened to? I mean, because like well, when they, when Loki finally blows up the loom, we never see him again. I mean, they all gather at the window. Victor's not there. I assume they yeah, take him is. back to his time. He's there for a second. He's there. He was there. I see mm-hmm. in the screen yeah. in the screenshot. Oh. I assume yeah, they take like him back. But... Down. They just broke the loop though, because they didn't give him the book. You know, eventually. So, yeah. Yeah, that's confusing. He didn't, he didn't. Oh I mean, yeah, he that's still, right. They he ended up doing that. you know great things. He just didn't have the book to do it all, you know. So yeah. But, and also, well, I want to say, which probably the, didn't end up doing any of those things because yeah. I mean, he, but he was still an inventor and stuff. Well, we don't know is, that. No, it was only because candles. of the book potentially. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he still was a brilliant mind. Like the the whole device that was able to the the throughput multiplier. Yeah, like but he, he got that. That was all later. Yeah, he got that from the book. Yeah, that was all. He said he didn't because Casey didn't know about it. No, he well, didn't know about it. that was loop. his invention. Not the little thing. I think that's based off of the book. The, the I think the thing is what I'm saying though. Like he loop. invented that. I mean, he, extending pants were his idea. Yeah, but <laughs> but I mean, like yeah. he still was kickstarted from that. Oh, book. I know. I so totally without know, that, he's he just going to be. Yeah, but you could give that to, guy. you know, you Ben, and you would do nothing with it. You know, right? Like, but he says that. Like he says, like this is what 
did it. Like he talks right, about right. like how impactful. But he still that did was. create that. That was his own invention and prototype. And stuff right. That did not come from the book. Well, it inspired him from the book, but still, but he like, won't I'm even saying, begin like, that journey without it. I think. Yeah, he won't go the point. same direction. Yeah. He'll be a. I also wanted to say the score was amazing. I mean, the Natalie Holt lady, she is so yeah. talented. The score was phenomenal. I mean, there's just so many cool tracks in this. I can't wait for the uh, the second half of the album to drop. They just did the first three episodes, and it's so cool. The logo I mean, and everything this, each time. It's just yeah. all so cool. It was really. And that and final buildup when they were doing the, like when they were building well, the music for so long. Uh, well, they and, even, and they take the Marvel setup and they do it backwards, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was yeah, so, that was super that was cool. cool. Well, even the, the episode before where yeah. they do the Loki thing and it just, you know, oh. they don't, all the letters don't come up, you know, and yeah. they just. And there's just a oh, and it was <laughs> fun too. Like the third or the fourth episode with the old, you know, the or the third episode with yeah. the old timey wimey, you know, the piano, yeah, yeah, the piano. That was good. That was cool. That was good. It was just so clever. But well, we maybe we could moving. use this, yeah, uh, lead in into our quiz, and I hope we get to Ike's thing. Uh, but just a quick quiz. It was based on something Ben said. Um, ben was watching a a movie. I don't know a Christmas movie, maybe. Chitty bang bang. He, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and he was he made the comment that Dick Van Dyke was not much different from Grandpa in age, and uh, so we're gonna play the game. Who's the oldest? Uh, you don't have to. You just have to A or B, okay? Okay. Um, so and there, I don't have that many questions. So Let's do it quick. Uh, and we're gonna start with uh, from, and I'm just gonna give you their uh, uh, not the real actor names because. Right. I, not everybody will know. And these are all uh, in the same is, movie, right? Or like they're yeah, together. No, well, you'll see. You'll see. Right. Some of them so are. It's the actor's age. It's not the guy in the right. movie. Right. So this first one is Owen Wilson, you know, or Mobius and Loki. Who's older? A, Owen Wilson or uh, Mobius or Loki in real life? Who's older? Okay. Yep. Next one. Who's older? Captain America or Thor? And this is, of course, their actors, not their... Mm-hmm. Uh, not the actual character, <laughs> right? Who's older, Luke Skywalker? Hold on, what was it? What, it? B was Thor, A was Captain America. Yes. All right, go ahead. Captain America, Thor. Next one, Luke Skywalker, or the voice of C three PO, which is Anthony Daniels. Daniels. You're not supposed to say it out loud, Ike. Well, I'm not saying who it is. I'm just okay. saying who the actor. Who's older? These are not in the same movie. Uh, Flynn from Tron or Kurt Russell. Uh, from everything else, uh, Flynn or Kurt Russell. Okay. The next one, who's older, Bruce Banner or Tony Stark? Who's older, Buzz, as in Tim Allen, or Woody, Tom Hanks? Who's older, Mike Wazowski? Or Sully, which is uh, Billy Crystal and uh, this way. Mm. John Goodman. John Goodman. Um, And lastly, who's older, the Ant-Man or Hawkeye? Ant-Man is shockingly old. (laughs) It's Paul Rudd and uh, somebody. Okay. Runner, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Who's older, Owen Wilson or Tom Hiddleston? Hiddleston. Owen. Owen I said A. Owen. Owen Wilson is 12 years older than yeah. Loki. Loki is 46, 44. 42. Uh, I'll just tell you, 54 and 42. Who's older, Captain America or Thor? I put Thor. Thor. Captain America is older, 42 Damn. and 40. Who's older, oh, Luke Skywalker or C-3PO? C-3PO. I mean, I Anthony. guess C-3PO, but... 
C3PO, Luke Skywalker 72, C3PO is 77. Man. Who's older? Wow, Lynn, uh, which is Jeff Bridges uh, has to be older. Jeff Bridges or Kurt Russell? Jeff Bridges. I said Kurt Glenn. Russell. It is Glenn. 73 yeah. versus 72. I know my boy. That's wow. pretty close. <laughs> Who's older, Bruce Banner or Tony Stark? It's got to be Tony. Tony. Tony, 55, Bruce Banner. Tony Stark, 58. Wow, close. Who's older, Buzz or Witty? Tim Allen? Buzz. It's close, though, I bet. Oh, Which way did you put it in the thing? Buzz is first and Witty is uh, second. Shoot. Uh, well, I put A, but I meant to put B. That's okay. fine. I think he switched a couple so of times. Buzz? The first one the I answer had is, The answer is Buzz. Okay. Woody, okay. I mean... Uh, Tim, Tim Allen, Allen is 70. Older. Tom Hanks is 67. 70? Wow. Yep. Mike Wazowski or Sully? I said put Mike, Mike but I feel like I it's John. John Goodman, but it's probably, I put Mike. Mike Wazowski is 75. Wow. And Sully is 71. John Goodman. Wow. Who's older, Ant Man or Hawkeye? I'm doing Ant Man, even though Jeremy looks Ant-Man's older. Ant Man's like 55. But... He's 54, and Hawkeye's 52. Um, okay, what's your score? I only missed one, so seven. I missed two. I got seven out of eight. Is that the, I, I got somewhere between three and I seven. I got six, seven. Mm. Wait, what? Yeah, six. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait, no, nine. Wait, nine was nine. <laughs> he got nine. All right, okay, let's so talk about time for this one. Ike, so why'd you pick uh, Atlantis, The Lost Empire from 2001? I have no idea. I'm kidding. No, I we watched it a couple months ago, and I was like, how have I not seen this more recently? Because it's really good, and it's right up my alley. I mean, I think the world building is really cool. Uh, just the environments are awesome. The music's great. I mean, the characters are fine. I mean, I think Milo is a pretty decent character, actually. Mm-hmm. And then it just feels very Avatar, like very much like a cartoon version of, you know, Avatar live action. Um, but I think it's just a really cool aesthetic. It's just I think overall it's just a cool movie. I mean, it's just a fun kind of fantasy adventure movie. And I think it's, yeah pretty underrated so yeah i wanted to hear what all you guys think so abe you haven't watched it recently uh sam had you watched it before or not in a long time i had seen it before probably i don't know eight years ago it'd been a while Um, was your memory accurate do you did you like it more or less than you remembered um did we see this for your 13th birthday sam no i don't think so i thought we oh you mean like watch it maybe I, I literally was... remembered nothing except a little bit at the beginning. At the beginning, mm-hmm. nothing else. I, th- I think the first half of the movie is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy like the adventure stuff. I enjoy totally. like mm-hmm. them getting the sub ready, and it feels very kind of Treasure Planety, um, where they're kind of going right. on the grand adventure, exploring, totally. you know, that kind of thing. Um, I think it breaks down a little bit once they get into like the crystal stuff and some yeah. of the. I don't know. It just feels a little weird to me, and. Um, even some of like the bad guy when he turns into like the blue monster thing it just seems kind of like random and quick and like Mm -hmm. they kind of had to end it really quickly at the end and Mm -hmm. um, but yeah I think like the exploring underground is really fun it feels like um, to the center of the earth kind of like yeah exactly Jules Verne and all that yeah Yeah, I think some of yeah exactly like that i mean i think uh a lot of the characters are fun i think some of them are a little overdone maybe it feels kind of like somebody had a job of making six characters well, I, thought, that are I thought they were all really different. fun no. i thought they were they are the fun. highlight of the movie for They're me cool yeah 
Like but the I old think they... cook guy, whatever his name is. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, they said, real quick on that, Ernest? they said Cookie, the guy that played Cookie, they said, oh, he, no. they said he died of lung cancer before the movie came out, and he had to do like all of his voice lines and stuff knowingly that he wouldn't get to see them in the mm-hmm. movie, which they said which they is were he all the voice of... really sad. Yeah, he's Ernest. Slinky? Ernest saves Christmas. No. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Yeah, he's Slinky Dog, too. Yeah, yeah he's Slinky Dog, yeah. 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 Hey, he hey there, died. everybody. And also one one other thing I was reading on the Wikipedia when Sam was saying uh, what it felt like. Um, they said it was heavily inspired by 20,000 Leagues. They wanted to do something yeah, like I that. Yeah, I did kind of feel like and they that. said mm. that it came inspired to them in a Mexican restaurant. They said they just got off the back of Hunchback of Notre, <laughs> Hunchback of Notre Dame, and they said they wanted to do another movie with all the the crew or whatever. They didn't want to split it up so soon. And then some of the Disney people are like, we want something more Adventureland, less Fantasyland, like Hunchback or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how the inspiration came, which I thought was kind of cool and yeah. interesting. I mean, I definitely think the character, or the aesthetic is really good. Uh, I, I remember Dad had a Disney magazine that had was kind of mm-hmm. a breakdown of all this and talks about all the designs yeah. and all that. And it's super cool. But one thing I was shocked by is like they lose that submarine literally two minutes after getting it. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. they launch and so it's gone expensive. like literally instantly. It is amazing how fast. Uh, some of the stuff goes by and that's where I also wrote like I feel like the pacing it kind of spends too long on certain things and not enough time on others um, and there's do- kind of whole scenes of like almost exposition just expo- mm-hmm. trying to explain like how things happen like there's that scene where they're like underwater and he's like right. reading a wall underwater for like five minutes and you're like <laughs> yeah. what are we doing here but I think mm-hmm. uh, Michael J. Fox, he does Milo. I think he's really fun and, you know, kind of silly. Yeah. And I like when he's like tries to act all like, oh, it's the, you know, whatever steam engine, you know, like our boiler system. And when he's like trying to play it cool, I think that's fun. They said they um, hired him because he was kind of good at kind of just bringing some life in the character, right. not just reading his lines, which I thought yeah. was kind of interesting. I mean, also, uh, it's actually and this is, I think, uh you know, this era, maybe I feel like they were trying to go for a little bit older of an audience. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, people actually die, uh, like when they're shutting yeah. down the submarine things, like people get left out, like, you know, the people are going to explode and, you know, uh, I mean, they lose like 150, yeah, 200 people at one point, even though they somehow people just keep showing up out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, he said we started the trip with 200 yeah. people and then it cuts and it shows like you the whole crowd. There. There's like 12 of them and then later there's like a whole truck full of soldiers who are like where these guys come from you know but um actually they do that with all the equipment too equipment just keeps showing up out of nowhere like at the end they have like 50 airplanes flying around it's like where did these come from you know but Mm -hmm. it's still just fun um it was kind of classic disney villain too i mean mm -hmm. the you know he's the uh, whatever the guy's name is on Clayton. Tarzan, Clayton, yeah, Clayton and he's looks about uh, the same. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Percival McGleach. He's all those guys. You know, you knew he was going to turn on him. I mean, right, just right. when he first said his first line, almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I agree too, with Sam. It kind of yeah. Too. Good. I thought the ending is again kind of or that that latter half of it. It wasn't as strong oh, yeah. as the first part. Well, and it feels like basically the Atlanteans almost have no role in it either. I mean, they're not really pushing it forward at all once they get there or helping hardly. I mean, she does a lot, I guess, and they with the like the force fields and stuff. But like, it's really still them figuring it all out. So it kind of feels like they're. It's not like Pocahontas where it's like she's pretty core to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It felt more like it's just about Milo, and then she they're just kind of there. Uh, I don't know. It also feels a little. I was I 
was thinking this when I was watching it. I'm like, weren't all these people there when it got like sucked under? Like they've all lived that long, but all of them are like clueless about like these airplanes and stuff that they had. I don't know if all of them were because I mean I think it was it thousands like of years. It yeah, I don't think she, is she that old? Yeah, she was there at the beginning. Uh huh. Okay, I can't remember. Yeah, and her dad was there. They ever, I guess they said the yeah. light does that. Um, uh, I, yeah, I always that, think it's funny the language I mean, stuff. You know, is real hand. The language they said <laughs> they said they built it all though from scratch just for this movie. They said they had the guy that did the Star Trek show or something that he basically built this language and they like. They said they had thousands of characters they went over and they said every like all the words and stuff they created, you know, even the dialogue. And they said whenever the dialogue would sound like a human word, they would have to change it because they're like, we do not want this to sound mm-hmm. human like. But they, even put though, and they all just the... were like, oh, yeah, we speak English, which is kind of nice, uh, which I mean, I get why <laughs> they do it. But French it's just funny. And everything. Yeah. They spoke every language. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sweet, uh, who is the uh, medic, looks straight up John Henry, basically. Um, uh-huh. I, I wonder if they used some of this. I don't know how what they would have used. Maybe just the the character design. I don't know, but it's it's hilarious how wow. close it is. Um, yeah, it just feels could so be a Mark Ten character. I mean, yeah. Like even with like you know their crystals, the power in the vehicles and stuff. I mean that feels so much like an avatar when they have to part you know with the the creatures with their hair or whatever. It just felt. I mean it's the Navi tribe and it feels so close. And even the music's very close. I always think it's the same composer. It's not, but I really like also the. The switchboard lady, who's the same voice of the waitress on Emperor's New Groove, but the she's lady, really right? fun. Yeah, the old lady who's like yeah, dealing military, with radios yeah. and communications mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, Leonard Nimoy does the Atlantean King. He's a good voice. Uh, there's a lot of good voices in here, honestly. I think the the voice cast's pretty. I mean, they're not like big famous really for the most part, but they're I think mm-hmm. sound decent. What do you think, Sam, for the animation style and like CG mixture and stuff like that? Yeah, it's good. It's pretty, it's not really a super, super Disney style. I mean, they've kind of Disney-fied it. Mm-hmm. But I think they, uh, I think they, there's a guy who's known for kind of that style mm-hmm. and kind of his signature is like the triangle fingernails. Yeah, like yeah. fingernails, yeah. yeah. And, He's a comic book guy or something, I think. Yeah. yeah, and they kind of brought him in to do like the main styling of it. Um, yep. And then I think they kind of put a bit more of a Disney spin on it. But That's I think it works add- pretty well. Yeah. Um, I think the style is cool. I saw that some apparently there's like this Japanese movie that looks very similar in like styling, and they mm-hmm. said after it came out, Jap the you know this company in Japan was like trying to sue Disney because they're like this literally is like our design and stuff. You guys like took it and stole it, and then the art guy whatever they brought over for this movie, he was like I've never seen that movie, and then Japan was apparently scared of suing Disney because they knew it would go bad for them. <laughs> right, it but, is kind of interesting though that um. Uh, this was 2001. Treasure Planet was 2002. Uh, I mean, they they have a Both very things. similar Jules Vernean kind of yeah. look. I mean, yeah. like you said, Sam. You know, when the ship pulls away, it could have been, it could have been the Long John's, you know, ship as well. Uh, and both so, of them did terrible. In th- well, not terrible in yeah. theaters, but both of them failed, which I thought I, was yeah. Well, I thought I was just gonna say that this it did like whatever 100 million in box office, but then in DVD release, it did like almost 150 million at the DVD release, which I thought was pretty, which was pretty big. Well, I feel like sometimes these also feel like, you know, they were they were coming off Little Mermaid and all the others, the Beauty and the Beast, the Hunchback, and then I felt like you get to a point where you're like, okay, let's make something different, 
and the this one felt different and we'll call it turning red yeah yeah, yeah a little bit like that you know like yeah. let's let's not have a princess even though they did have a princess um mm -hmm. let's not let's not make it a musical let's well, not sometimes what that edges. happens is like you kind of go let's do something different you start doing something different and then you're like oh we can't go this far different forget. so they kind of course correct a little bit I was gonna I'm say yeah saying, before. I'm not saying they did it with this one, but no, sometimes when they, you can tell that since it failed so bad, they had a whole series plan, and then they said there was gonna be a Disneyland underwater attraction, and then there was gonna be a Magic Kingdom volcanic attraction based on Atlantis: The Lost Empire. But then when it failed, they're like, "Well, we better steer the ship away from this." <laughs> so that was really weird that they're gonna make an attraction based on it. The part that's always mind blowing to me is this feels so old, you know, to me and like forgotten in this old realm or whatever, where it's kind of like unknown. But like this came out the same year Monsters Inc. came out or two years before Shrek. Finding Nemo, you know, like that would be like now the equivalent of, yeah, like Turning Red or something like that's brand new essentially to those movies. But I just it seems like back in the era of, yeah, like Fox and the Hound and like like old, old stuff, you know, it's not. But mm -hmm. uh, I just don't think of it being that around that same time as monsters inc yeah. you know but um like pretty bold of them <laughs> but yeah i, mean, I also thought did you guys this is a random thought on it but did you guys feel like the city changes like oh yeah every time you look at that's it? what i mean everything's changing constantly nothing has like but, like the city design survive. is so inconsistent like they come up on it and it's like this little island thing and then like later it's like huge spread out over miles it looks like mm, and then yeah it's just it it's the and there's jarring. like the giant wall of everything and water and i guess yeah. that's like falling off that but yeah oh for sure or the people like at one point there's like about 12 atlanteans and then later on at the end there's about thousand you know and uh mm. it's just it's yeah. kind of a little bit inconsistent but at one no, point i, I was kind of like cool is movie. the old man a bad guy i couldn't remember or not i was like oh is he oh, really doing this right. for an ulterior motive but he's not in the mm -hmm. end but he's pure yeah he's a fun character yeah yeah he's cool yeah, he's good. the whole thing's cool i think it's fun yeah you know that girl not, the, crazy, whatever but... her name is the second villain who ends up being you know changing mm -hmm. sides right at the end she fell from the blimp <laughs> and lived i mean she fell like a hundred feet or something like that you know but uh, i can't remember yeah. what she landed on dirt a rock <laughs> a spike <laughs> she looked yeah. a little sore though i mean yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's the medic fixed her up so but mm -hmm. That's okay, fine. well, I think that's a good place to end it. And actually, I think I'm next, right? If, uh, I think so, yeah. So I want to oh, do sorry. Honey, I Shrunk Mission the Kids. Mission Impossible, I know, we know. No, no, no. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I've never watched it. Yeah. Uh, it was a big movie back at the time. Uh, spawned like nice. two or three other movies. Um, so I think that would be a fun one to Excited. do. Uh, so that's my choice. But Have any of us seen that? I don't think so, right? Dad's seen it, I'm sure. But I, Dad, I saw the movie theater. But all right. Well, join us next week for another discovery from the wonderful world of Disney Plus, and we'll see you real soon.